This is not like your regular mom podcast. It's your cool mom podcast. Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Amanda. And And we we are are Mom Goals Goals, the the podcast. podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Mom Goals the Podcast. Today, we are talking to Melissa Rosenfeld. She is the director of Vibe. That's a trademark right there. She's a lifestyle innovator, luxury travel expert, social director, all rolled into one. She is a connector, kind of like Amanda, but she is a director of Vibe in PR, and she came from uh, everything from celebrities, the Viceroy Hotel Group. Uh, She has worked for everything like you can imagine. And now she is, uh, she has her own company called IFP Communications. It's a New York based agency focused on creative brand strategy, uh, marketing, public relations, including a speaker series dubbed This Vibe Life. And so we are so thrilled to bring on Melissa. It was such a fun conversation. I can't wait to chat with her. Um, but first, Amanda, let's get into our hard cheese and soft cheese this week. Ooh, I'd go, <laughs> there's some soft, but I'd go with mostly hard. Yeah, this is a hard I'd cheese kind of week, huh? We're bordering like moldy, hard and moldy. Oh no, moldy. Why would mm. you say yours was so uh, hard and moldy? <laughs> I mean, you know, I've had a really good run, but this was, this has not been a great start to the week. I think, do you ever, are you ever get in a period where it's just like almost anything and everything that can go wrong in all aspects of what you're juggling does? Yeah. And you realize you're just like, in a bit of a storm. I can see it for what it is, but it's just like, man, this, right. I'm in the process of looking for a house. Hello, full-time job in this market, like so time consuming and just, there's no inventory and things get snapped up. Like you have to be, should be like hunting, right. (laughs) Completely. Uh, and yeah, just like another phase of growth for my business, right. Like, uh, supporting, people that are supporting me. I'm in the market for new bookkeeper and new social. So, uh, and I've got my daughter all week to myself. Oh, so that's a soft cheese. That is a soft cheese. Yeah. I love it. I get to snuggle with her all night and every day. And I don't even care that she comes in and sticks her feet between my legs and just wants to put her head on mine and, and spoon me. Soft cheese. Yeah. Well, let's get to the, the good cheeses soon. I guess I've had a very hard cheese week as well. Yeah. <laughs> as I, I think I mentioned um, previously, I I actually, we had to put down our cat this past week. So oh. that was really rough. And I had to attend a funeral. So lots of moldy, Ooh. stinky, hard cheeses. But <laughs> yeah. on the bright side, my soft cheese was that there's there's spring in the air and good things are coming and we're starting to see people more. And I got to play tennis this past weekend Ooh. with the beautiful weather. And it was just like, tennis player. I saw family. Yeah. So good things happening, but yeah, ready for, ready for some good soft cheese. <laughs> I have a cheese plate coming to your house. I know that was I so that. sweet. There's, there's a- there's a Walter cheese plate making its way to you. Hopefully oh, that's a I good love one. It. Thank right? you. Yeah, no, if, I mean, Amanda, you were so sweet to think of me and to send a cheese board in honor of my cat. That was really awesome. It's the Walter board. Yeah. Well, it was hard. Anything to make it sweeter to tell the kids yeah. what happened. That was, that was rough. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And I appreciate you, mama. I appreciate you. God, thank God for you this week. Uh, you too. Wow. Well, Let's get into it because we are about to talk to Melissa Rosenfeld, who is just, she's a ray of sunshine and so much fun. And her vibe is off the charts. I mean, it's no wonder why they call her the director of vibe. Yeah. yeah. I'm really happy we had her this week. Yeah, me too. We need her after all this hard cheese. (laughs) Melissa, it's so good to have you here. I'm so excited Ah, to be here. So happy to see you. I got to see you in person last week, and now I get you on the screen this week. It's a dream. I know. Hopefully this keeps happening more often that we see each other and in real life. Yes, please. I need to go to her office. Come whenever you guys want. We're at the seaport and then we can go have drinks down the street after. Yes. I'm in. I actually have to say it's it was such a shock to see that you guys knew each other already. And I I mean, I know Melissa from like the whole mommy blogger world. And then obviously Amanda knows everybody. And Melissa knows everybody. So it really isn't a surprise that you guys know each other. And I saw on Instagram that you guys like were out and saw each other. And it's just so cool. All my connectors in one place. I love it. I'm 
High vibe connectors though. I love that. Yeah. Well, Amanda and I met through a mutual friend, like two, it was pre-COVID. I think I was like, just had a baby at that point. So it was 20. No, before, before. Was I pregnant when we met? No, not even. Oh yeah. So it was like 20. Demo house. I don't even remember 2018. That feels like a world ago. Yes. Not even a lifetime. No, like literally, I think about it often mm-hmm. where I'm like, what? When the memories pop up, I'm like, what was I doing then? Running through the streets, drinking alcohol in group settings. This is crazy. Oh, what a world we live in. Hopefully it's coming back. Yes, and it will. There'll be more of it. And you're like in this world. So you work in PR and you're in this world where you're out and about and you're seeing people all the time. And so I'd love to know a little bit more about your journey of like how you got to where you are and how you're doing it with COVID. (laughs) Well, the question is how I did it even without COVID is still a mystery. That's, yeah, I, yeah I, that's, that's true. So, <laughs> like everywhere I look, Melissa is everywhere. I mean, right. And I feel like I'm nowhere. She's everywhere. <laughs> so it, my journey is like, I, I, I talk about this often when I talk to people, because I think everybody is like, it's ingrained that you should have this super linear path in life. And if we've learned anything, life is like the least linear thing ever. You just have to go with the flow. My sister always says, and it, like took her saying it to me until I realized it, that like everything I've done my entire life since I was a little kid ladders up to where I am now in the truest sense of the world. So mm-hmm. when I, you know, started at 13 years old, I was an intern for a designer. I called every designer in New York city. And I was like, I go to the museum school and I'm working on a project and I would like to help you with fashion week. And everybody said no until my amazing mentor, Thomas Miller, uh, may he rest in peace who was Anna Sui's assistant for 30 plus years, was like, yeah, come to the show. And so my first job was being a 13-year-old. They call me the illegal intern. When I saw Anna just before COVID and when I speak to her often, she still has a picture of me in her studio, in her proper office of me at like 13 wearing this jacket that you know, basically became like one of her signature pieces in the 90s. Uh, the late 90s, let's be clear. And early <laughs> Since I don't want people to think different. There's a big distinction between 1994 and 1997. I'm just right. saying. I don't want people to think I'm like 106. Uh, but I was her illegal intern through high school into college. Um, and like literally would do everything from like sit on the floor while Stephen Mizell and Kevin and Kevin Cavaco, right, Kevin? And uh, Julie Galhart would all be sitting in there planning the looks and like Mark Jacobs would come in or Courtney Love would call. So it was like this really wild time to be between the ages of 12 and eventually 18 and see this because it was also like such a cool moment in New York. But I also thought that that was totally what everyone was experiencing growing up. Like, No, that's the dream. I dreamed of that at 13. Wait, did they ever catch that you were 13? No, they all knew. The, they live oh. the joke. They all knew. And even when I see Anna now, she's like, oh my God, you look the same as you did as a little kid, but you're grown up. And then she saw pictures of Sid, my baby, and she or now two and a half year old. And she was like, oh my God, he is you. It's wild. Um, yeah, no, they all knew. That's why it was so funny. And can you imagine that would never happen? Now? Never that would never fly. Premium <laughs> clothing. It was a dream. I have pictures of me and Linda Evangelista, Naomi Campbell. Like the stories I could tell you for another day about growing up like that. But I bring it back to like, I thought this was totally normal, right? I grew up in New York City um, with parents who were extremely supportive because I think they figured out early on that I wasn't one of these. Like I could do well in school and that was the easy part, but I wanted so much more for the world. Um, so I decided I went to college in Ohio. Let me tell you, walking onto the Ohio State University as a freshman in Dior shades that are now back in style and bright pink flared corduroy pants was like a vibe. Everybody knew who I was. Whether <laughs> the OG cool kid. You were like, it was such a yeah. wild time. OG cool right? Girl. And then like lived through that, came back to New York and continued to do all that. And when I graduated college, I was working the dream job. I was working as an assistant in the marketing department for Dolce & Gabbana. Like if that's not the dream, that was the dream. The crazy part was I got offered a job and this will all make sense where you see how we net out. I got offered a job by my dad's best friend. We were sitting, he told me and my girlfriends to come meet him and his young associates at the Mandarin Oriental in Columbus Circle and said, let's do drinks tonight. Maybe we'll find you guys some boyfriends. Like that was always his thing. He always wanted to marry me off to like one of the guys at the business. And my dad was fully on board with it. And he said to me, I will make you a gentleman's bet right now over, I think we were drinking Grey Goose. 
He said, if I buy a building in Los Angeles, will you move there and run marketing for me? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm working at Dolce. He's like, you'll never make money in fashion. Come work for me. Two months later, I get a call from him and his brother, who you may recognize from the Real Housewives of New York, Harry Dubin, who is, <laughs> or Uncle Harry, as I lovingly refer to him. And he said, moving to LA. And I was like, oh my God. And September that year, I was on a plane and with my dog in LA. And even in that part of my career, it was like, when I tell you, I look back at my life and my sister as an observer, like put all these things together. And for me, I was always like, this is just what it is, right? Like, this is what it is. Tell me you're writing a book or that's I on joke, Please even when me. I do, I'm going to call it, I hit the I hit every branch on the way down from the lucky tree. I really do feel like I was born under some crazy stars. So I moved to LA. I was working under Harry as the West Coast Marketing Associate. That's a whole other podcast about how crazy it was. My first couple of events and friends were Paris Hilton, Christmas with Jessica Alba and her family. It was wild. So I fell into this world. And I think part of why this whole like world of celebrity, it was just very much like, I was like, okay, cool. Like I get it. And then at the same time, it was, it was cool. And I knew it was cool, but it didn't feel unnatural. So I did all. Well, you grew up with it, essentially. Like you grew up as this was happening. Totally. And didn't realize that that wasn't what happened to other people. Like it just made sense. Flash forward to living in LA. We sell off this building. It's a whole big deal. That's a whole thing. He says, okay, we're moving back to New York to do the same thing. And I was like, I don't want to leave. So I worked retail. I worked retail for four months. It was horrible. My boss was insane. (laughs) I applied for... Oh my God. You and I both had a retail stint. Four months. When I tell you who she was, that's another one. That's a crazy story. Uh, But so basically I worked for her. I finally got this job working for a jewelry designer who I had loved her stuff. She had a store in Soho, Trina Tarantino. I worked for her for two years. Started in January of 2008, I guess. And ran her PR. And in that time, even, it was like, hey, there's this girl, Nicki Minaj. I think she's somebody we should dress. I think we should send her jewelry. Oh, I don't know. She's doing all this Barbie stuff. Katy Perry, Avril Lavigne, Kelly Osbourne, like you name it. If they, To this day, there are editors who still work in fashion who are like, if somebody was wearing plastic jewelry, it's because you put them in it. You made it cool. And I'm like, I guess. So I did that. And then I left. And now we get to how I became the director of Vibe. High level, I thought I took a dream job with a beauty brand. It was a nightmare. Like, Oh no, why was it a nightmare? It was like joining the worst sorority you could ever imagine. Down to like all the, it was so, it was so anti-feminist for such a, and I know it's a weird way to describe it, but like lunches were like, oh, we're all eating a, like a lean cuisine together and like, don't touch the cookies. And I was like, touch the cookies. Stop. No, it was wild. Pass the cookies. Yeah, exactly. Pass the cookies. Let's have fun. Um, and I didn't fit in there at all. Like literally I had my boss as my friend and I had the director of marketing or social, I guess at the time, who was my friend. And that was it. And the three of us were like in our own and they're, you know, I was with like the two young guys and everybody was like, oh, so I left and didn't know what I was going to do. And I flew back to New York because I was seeing someone here in New York. And I, he was like, move back to New York. We can be together. And I was like, oh, the dream. And I got back to LA. Well, I got a phone call saying, can you come back to LA? We'd like you to meet with Kelly Wurstler and Brad Corzin from the Viceroy Hotel Group. They would love, they're looking for an on-property PR person. And they would love to see, you know, love to meet with you. They've heard good things. So I sat down with Brad in the... By, by the pool in a cabana at the Avalon Hotel in Beverly Hills for two hours talking about whatever. And he's like, have you been to the Caribbean? Yeah, of course I've been to the Caribbean. I grew up on the East Coast. Well, what do you think of the Caribbean? Well, I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. I literally thought I lost him at that. Of all the things. <laughs> of all the things. But you've seen the meme recently, right? There it's like, why did we all think that being a marine biologist was like a normal job as kids growing up? And later I left that interview. I was like, I didn't get it. They called me two hours later. They said, we're sending over a contract. We want you to be a consultant. It'll be six months in the Caribbean. And nine days later, I was on the island of Anguilla that I had only known about from like one friend down there. And I, you know, stayed for six months. And then I threw a temper tantrum because they wanted me to stay longer. And then, you know, five and a half years later, I was still doing that every year, going down there and commuting and going across the entire brand. And it was such an amazing, but again, I go back to like, it was amazing. 
But to me, it was totally normal. Like none of these experiences were so crazy. Um, and in like the first couple of days. Was Caribbean as glamorous as it seems? No, not at all. Do you know what? I gained 25 pounds in the first two months I was there because I was so lonely. No way. I was only eating room service because I didn't have anyone to go out with. It was hard. Everybody's like, so you sad. It was so sad. My best friend sent me flowers for my birthday and then was on the phone with me while we were watching The Wizard of Oz. My birthday is Thanksgiving. He watched The Wizard of Oz with me and the flowers came and he was horrified because it was like what you would get in the Caribbean. It was birds of paradise. Like He's like, I am to send you beautiful white flowers. What is this place? But that's the Caribbean, you know? Exactly. Literally. So yeah. But then my whole time there was just, so that's when I became the director of Vibe, like really and truly. I looked back on those original emails and I was like, yeah, I guess we're, I guess I'm calling myself the director of Vibe and my dad like loved it. And uh, my dad, so you trademarked trademarked that it. I am, I am the, the one and only, the world's only director of Vibe. You hear people use that term and now it's like, I live between like, I love it. And then I cringe when I see what they people think it is and what it actually is. Really and truly, I was, yeah. It, How would you describe the director of Vibe? It's literally, I always say this, what is Vibe? Let's start there. You know, when you go to a restaurant with a group of people and you're sitting around the table and you're like, oh my God, this is such a fun night and the music's so good and the room is cool and you love your look. And then the food comes to the table and literally everybody's just eating. There's no talking because the food is so, that is Vibe. It is literally this multi-sensory experience that you can't put your finger on one thing because it's all the things. And then the other piece of it is like curating. And I hate using the word curating now because it's done to death, but I would always make the best guest list, right? Looking at who our guests were coming to the property, what celebrities were coming. Like such a big part of that was like, these are the people that we need to figure it out for. And what does that really look like? Um, it was like fantastical. I mean, I tried to get them to let me put uh, an ice skating rink in Anguilla for Christmas. Cause I was like, you can do everything. We could have Santa roll up on a jet ski, but wouldn't it be cooler if there was Santa's cat, like Santa's house and an ice skating rink, it was going to be very expensive. <laughs> so a lot of what you do is creative too. It's hyper creative. I always joke that like, we are not a traditional PR agency because so much of what we do is like, my I, my best partners are the ones who understand that what is up here will happen in real life and you just have to kind of go with it. And we always joke that they're translators. So I left the brand in 2015 and went out on my own and didn't know what I was going to do. And you send that email and you're like, oh my God. And then I got so many responses. And my first client out of the gate was a friend called me to work on GM with her. And we planned this like urban safari um, and put all these cool people in the cars and drove them around New York city to look at graffiti and like spot. And like, that was just kind of it. And I was like, I guess I'm, I knew what I was. It's weird. My sister always says, you kind of knew what you were running away from. Like you didn't want to be only in this little bubble of these tiny islands and this brand. You really wanted to like spread your wings again, even though you'd done it globally. And so I was like, I guess I'm going to be a consultant. And then I started my company and then in 2019, I brought on two people to join me. And then in 2020, the world ended and we were hemorrhaging clients like faster than like, it was insane. Um, and now we are, you know, two, I say like we're in year two really of like what we are as a company with the most incredible clients who understand like what is up here and what is out there and they get it. And we're so blessed and lucky. And I pinch myself daily when I, when I was sitting with the, our COO, we have a COO here for the next couple months to help us grow and scale. And when she says these things to me, I'm like, Oh my God, how is this real life? And you don't get a chance to do that. Um, not that I'm going to run this conversation, but you asked about like doing all this, with being a mom, it's like really that push and pull of like, you've got to take a step back to look at what you've done. I feel this way about my kid. Like, I looked at him and I was like, you're not going to be two and a half much longer. Right? It's so sad. It's so true. I was literally so depressed about it today. <laughs> but then at the same time, like we don't do it in work either. I think it's like the number one thing moms don't ever do is like we can accomplish. Like that is a whole roster of accomplishments in my life. I never take a moment and I'm trying to get better at it of like pulling back and being like, yeah, I did this. I share that with you. Yeah. 
Because I think, I think it's like every it, mom does. Nature, it's just you go a mile a minute and you for, forget upon what got you to this point. And you're like, wow. Totally. I have a friend from college who, when she saw The Office, she was like, I can't believe you you did what you said you were going to do when we were 18. And more. Yeah, at Ohio State. She's like, you need to be proud of yourself. Every time she comes to New York, she makes a running list of stuff that I have to do with her. Theater, Botox, shopping, like you name it. She's got the list going. It's hysterical. But yeah, we don't we don't pull back. That's like the number one mom thing. Everybody tells you it goes so fast. It goes so fast because you don't take a minute to like zoom out and be like, my kid is so fucking cool. And that's me in a tiny human. Right? My kid walked around. Dressed- and your kid is <laughs> literally Very you and a cool. tiny human. He's Ultra so cool. adorable. He walked around dressed as a dinosaur yesterday and kept being like, check out my tail. And I was like, you know what? Today he's dressed as an ass. Rock that tail. But like those things. Yeah. It's been a wild career. So that's how I got here to being the director of Vibe and having my own agency. And we have a team of eight and I have big goals for it. We have a bunch of clients. We have a bunch more coming on board. I know Liz has seen some of what's happening. Uh, you're killing it. It's amazing. And I'm just, I'm so impressed. Like every time, like kind of like what you said, the director of Vibe, every time you're at an event and if it's even not your own event, it's like you just bring the event. Like you, you were part of the event and it's, there's just this like aura about you that you just can't replicate. We did an event last week here and we had an astrologer who we work with do my chart. We should do it again. I'll do it here. He did my chart and he did our client's chart. And our client is a amazing woman, um, sexual wellness brand, Latinx founded. She's a a sexologist, like actually went to Berkeley and has a master's in it. So you have a sex question. She's your woman. And he went through her chart and he was like, it makes total sense why you're in this field. Like this is totally you. Then he went through my chart and he was like, it is a miracle that you're not like wandering the forest after a rave. So the rumors are true. There's a lot of Sagittarius in there, but it was like, so eye opening, right? Cause like, I, I don't, I live it. I don't see it. And like, that's such a huge compliment from you, Liz, but really like, it is kind of a miracle. I'm not like wandering the desert after Coachella, like three weeks later. <laughs> Because uh, that's a vibe for sure. How did you know the point where you were consulting and then all of a sudden you're like, I need to start my own agency? Like, that's a bold move. Clients come. They just come. They do. They really, I mean, you know, Amanda, they do. And it's such a yeah. weird thing because I always... People want to work with you. Yeah. And I never set out to do that, like really and truly when people are like, oh, did you, did you, yeah. this was the plan. And I was like, no, I think, again, that goes back to my like Sagittarius ways where I'm like, the plan was to be whatever the, the truth would reveal itself. Right. And as Harold and Kumar say, and it did. Um, and then I like had a minute to look at it and I was like, well, if this is happening, then this is what the next phase needs to be. And it's exciting because we're at this inflection point right now. We have amazing clients who I love. There will always be, there's a couple of them and they know it that no matter how big we get, it's always going to be me with them. Because they're like my day one ride or die. Isn't that the best feeling? It is. It's exceptional yeah. when you get to work with people who appreciate and understand you. trust and appreciate you. Yeah. And they just let you do you. I think also like going back to like the mom piece of it, like we fully take garbage and are like, okay. And like, that is not okay. I, on the... Not anymore. No. On the full moon last month, there's a lot of this stuff. You guys got to come. Come to the office. It's all covered in crystals. We have astrology. Oh, I love that. You know, I'm so witchy. I've got like the palace. I got my palace too. I'm, I'm like the <laughs> all over the place. I'm literally like everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> I don't even know what the crystals look like. They're not in line, but. Oh, yeah. We got them everywhere. I see you. But we, last month, I had two of my girls here with me. It was like a Wednesday. It was, and Eliza Kelly was like, if you don't follow Eliza Kelly on Instagram and you're into anything astrology, she's amazing. She is amazing is she at eliza kelly yeah and she has like this eyeliner that's like to die for um and she's amazing and so i I messaged her i was like should i burn something today she's like do it release it all so we sat here and we burned stuff and i said what i didn't want anymore and like we always joke it's the crystals but like you felt it the shift and now all the things we do want are coming in because we made space for space for them by pushing out all the things we don't want 
And it feels really good. It's really hard. Growing is hard, right? Like all of this is hard. Whoever said it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Wipe your face. <laughs> and that's the answer. Life is not easy and it is not fair. And unfortunately, if somebody told you that, they were a liar. I mean, that's kind of a metaphor for motherhood. Like the way that you approach your career is kind of the same mm-hmm. as motherhood, right? Totally. Because it's not easy. and It's not fair. I thought about this today because like, why is it always that we're the default if the kid is sick? Why is it always that we're the default if somebody yes. has a meeting, ours isn't as important? Always. Why is that? And you get thrown a lot of unexpected things at the worst possible time for you, whatever it is you're going on. I'm like, oh, right. Let me just drop everything right mm-hmm. now. Right now, today? I think that's a really, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to get sad on this, but I think it's a really interesting point you bring up. At the height of you know, us really growing. My partner was in a life-changing accident. He was in the ICU for two months. And you're like, I'm trying to grow a business and grow a child. And now I'm at the ICU at Bellevue every day for 60 days, praying. And like life, this is why I always say life isn't fair and it isn't easy, but it's how you show up for those things. And as a mother, I, I think that it's like how you show up in being a mother every day, knowing those two things, right? Like, Fundamentally, those things would be amazing if everybody was just able to like throw us a bunch of cash whenever we needed it and take care of the kids when we need it. Like, great. But that's not everybody's life. So if you can show up, Mm -hmm. understanding those things are true, but just because they're true doesn't mean they have to like break you down as a human. It gets a lot easier. Yeah. And you handled it with such grace. Like I know you went through the ringer and that was also during COVID. And also when you had a lot on your plate, a lot of clients and yeah, like, I mean, as if motherhood's not hard enough to throw your partner into the mix and making that difficult. Wow. You did, you did a good job with it. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that, but I say it because like, you know, we have to make a lot of trade-offs as women and especially as women business owners and women who want to do big things. And like, it's just when you, I think when you, again, show up in those two ways of knowing that it's not always going to be in your favor, but you know how to approach what it is. And you really just start to feel that expansion. My, my like mantras all the time are like abundance, abundance, abundance. Like I want it continue to expand. And as moms, we don't do that enough. And I think we need to. And it's so important. I feel lucky that I work with brands that support parents. Like that's a big part of the brands we work with, right? It's a full category. When I found out that I was pregnant, I was so freaked out. I was like, oh my God, it was a surprise. And I was like, oh my God, my career, the director of Vibe can't have a baby. And then I was like, oh. You make a cool baby vibe. Yeah, he's a brand extension. Well, that's why he's this vibe baby. I always say he's my brand extension. He was the best extension I could have asked for. But it also gave me this opportunity to work with brands that I knew could support parents, not just mothers, right? We have to look a bit more macro sometimes. But like really supporting parents for little things that just make our lives that much easier or allow us to have time back with our kids that we wouldn't normally get. We have a new client that I'm super excited about. And I was messaging Liz about this today. And Amanda, if you want it, just tell me. But basically, it's like an activity box. I want it probably. Yeah, it's an activity yeah. box for kids with the whole idea that they have an activity a week, a project a week. It's educational, but it's sneaky education. But you can sit your kid in front of the class and you get like an hour back or two hours back. You know, our client, Little Spoon, who we all know, and I gave you. Oh, I love Little I mean, Spoon. Don't worry. You guys know that they will hook it up. But like Little Spoon <laughs> is literally based in the in the sole job of giving parents and families time back and making it easier and knowing that the choice you make is a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. They saved me during the pandemic when like I was trying to work and had no yeah. help. And then I was also my son. Pregnant like, and I, had I didn't know how to cook <laughs> Yeah. Like I didn't know how to cook meals for him while I was working and like he was starting to get picky and like, thank God those toddler plates saved me. It was awesome. But like, that's the exciting part, right? Like you can bring in those, that kind of energy. Like, well, look at what you guys are doing. You guys started a badass podcast. I was actually 
something that you said totally triggered me. And it was like, you were talking about the pandemic time and that of like running the agency. I remember like the last day I, I spoke kind of like getting close to it. March 8th was a female founder collective yeah. event. And I was hosting a workshop and then fast forward a week later. And that time period as a business owner, agency owner, you know, everything dried up completely. Yeah. I found myself as a stay-at-home mom for 14 months with no help, losing my mind in a bad marriage. I did all of the work. I had maybe about an hour a day to myself where I was like, can I just go for a walk and have like a oh, man totally. I literally, and then slowly things became to unfold. It's like, sometimes you sit in the dark a little bit. I had no idea what the future held. I didn't know if I'd get clients back. I was like, I was not in a good place couple, you know, almost divorced now, happily. And then about a year ago, the phone starts ringing off the hook yeah. and the best client work, Liz and I talked about this. We've birthed a podcast where we get to have, you know, all of our friends and everybody has like amazing stories to share. Um, but it's so true. It feels really like that's the moment I'm taking right now to reflect a little bit yeah. because we haven't done it. So we can do it collectively. I'm like, wow, how quickly you can shift something like that and use that. Remember, you know, I was high on my horse at that point. I was like super exciting getting all these things. And then I find myself like, what, what is like, yeah, I'm all alone with a three-year-old locked in a house and what am I going to do all day? I just, and you bring up a really good point, right? Because like we're in it. We're so in it, especially yeah. moms, that we can't pull back. And sometimes you do have to be in that place. Mm -hmm. You do have to like really live in that place that sucks so much and is literally sucking the life force out of you yes. because it helps you understand what you don't want, what you do want, what you want to bring in, what you want to push out, you know. And it also, I hate the R word. But it shows how resilient we are as moms. I, I, I was going to say that resilient and appreciate. Yeah, I always say to people that the two things they don't tell you about motherhood is one, the last day before you have your first child is a totally different day than the first day you have a baby. And I cannot describe it to you in any other way, but I spent the last day. I think I saw you that morning at Dumbo House. I was at Dumbo. I went to Pilates. I was at Dumbo House. I walked around Central Park for four hours with my best friend, her husband, and their two kids. Had lunch at first, went down for like my visit, and they were like, You need to go to the hospital tonight. We're inducing you. And I was like, Oh, this is crazy. The next day, they handed me a child and were like, Now take this thing home and make it live. And I was like, This is fucked up. <laughs> like, excuse my life. It's pretty fucked up. Well, you're yeah, like you're literally like, a different person. They say that like there's are. something like chemicals, there's a shift in your brain and chemicals totally. and like you are literally a different person before motherhood and like you just, you change. So yeah, of course you're, you're feeling totally different. So what's the second thing I always tell people and I always think about is like we as mothers, specifically mothers, and I think there's a degree to this with parents, we as mothers are so much stronger than we realize, so much stronger than we have credit for, get credit for. And it's like, not just mm -hmm. about this, like, oh, you're so strong, you're so resilient. No, it's like our physical strength. Like these, it's like, it's like, like American gladiators. Stamina, endurance, total badass. Right? But it's like American gladiators every single day. It's physical strength, it's mental strength, it's emotional strength, it's EQ, IQ, like you name it. Patience. Right? Pa that's one that, that's still working on that one. <laughs> I, that's where I literally. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Much better, that's much where better. my son takes out the yoga mat to do yoga and lays his three Paw Patrol stuffed animals and sits there and goes. <sighs> and like does meditation with them. And I'm like, great, start him young. But it's true. Like those two things, nobody tells you. They're like, get this stupid carrier. Make sure you have this pump. Like that's all great information, but practical. Yeah, that doesn't help me as a human being survive as a human being in a yeah. world that is like not fair and not easy. So, and I don't say that. I want to be clear. I don't say not fair, not easy to be a downer. I think it's like a very honest place that few of us ever want to go. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but during the pandemic, did you say this that like, if I was single without kids, I would be going around the world right now and not caring that the global pandemic. <laughs> Maybe Anguilla or... Oh, Anguilla. <laughs> F that. I would have been all over. I would have been like one-way ticket around. Like the world is ending and now... 
And, and I feel that way. Like, wouldn't that have been nice? Wouldn't that have been amazing? But like, it wasn't. And maybe for those people, there's some stuff that they didn't love either. But like, oh, that looked... I mean, I feel like the pandemic also with kids gave me... I'm speaking just for me, but I feel like it gave me purpose. Like every day was kind of Groundhog's Day, but like I had a purpose. And I was really grateful, even though my career was like kind of shifting and pausing. Like, didn't you feel like you had some kind of purpose despite all that? Totally. It's a weird... Well, first of all, with your career, like, by the way, I really do need to call you to come help me with my closet. (laughs) Anytime. Oh my God. Call me, please. I'd love to. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think you bring up the word purpose, which like in itself is something my mother always said to me, like, do things that give you purpose, like whatever that is. And I think for a lot of us, yeah, the pandemic gave us a lot of purpose, not just as mothers, like that was a big part of it. But as like, we became like the head of the household because we were in it. And I think people don't realize or give us credit for it. But like, we were making sure there were groceries, we were making sure that the kids were wiping their hands and wearing masks and keeping them safe and keeping our partners safe. And if we didn't have a partner, like, great, double the burden on us. Like it was uh, everything. everything. I don't know how you did it, Amanda, but you really are a strong human being because you went through it. Yes, she is. I was coming up, I was thinking about all the little projects I was doing every day though. Just like the shift of how I was spending my days before that time period and then full lockdown. I'm like, today we're going to make a toilet paper honey bird feeder. (laughs) I think we'll tie-dye some paper towels. I mean- just becoming like, camp counselor. I was a teacher. camp counselor. <laughs> totally. Joking. Camp counselor. Let's go for a hike. Talk about a I bonding mean, experience. But just like I had to be there for my daughter. She had nothing. It was just me and her all day. But every kind day. of like what Melissa said, like to reflect yeah. on that time. Thank God we yeah. had that time. Isn't that I amazing? Know. I realized. It is. Because like we all say it goes so fast and we can't pull back. And like we would have never gotten this time with our kids. I think... I feel like that for a mother, not interrupting you, but I was like, I put her before my happiness at all costs. Like I would go home at night, look, I'm tearing up. I was like, I was so sad. I was so miserable. And my whole existence was to like, make sure that little girl was okay. No, I, you're no. going to make me cry. <laughs> I'm so emotional. Like, and it was like, yeah. I can't see other people cry because then I cry. doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Um, it's good, but I'm like... I really mommed it up there. That was like, and we did fine. Totally. We always had projects for baking. Like, and and you know what? They're gonna look back. Good. And like, my son's younger, and I know you have two, Liz, and one is very young, and one probably yeah. no memory of this. But like, they're gonna look back and think that it was the way I talk about my childhood. It was totally normal for all those crazy experiences. My kids' experience of his childhood and his earliest memories are gonna be like, my mom and dad were around all the time. I was brought with them everywhere. We got so much home time, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. We like got that, that like so many people wouldn't have gotten. And I personally would have preferred it not coming through a global pandemic, sweeping through everything <laughs> where like literally I just found in my, I guess this morning I had like one mask and one thing and I just found one in my jeans pocket because they're still everywhere. Uh, oh my God. In like four, in like 20 years, we're going to go through like all of our clothes and like, I have a whole handbag literally full of old masks. Like we're going to go back and be like, Oh, remember that was a, a thing. Time capsule. <laughs> yeah. of that. I mean, that's a time capsule. I bought Vogue during that month when it came out, the big Vogue of pandemic. Vogue. Oh my God. That was so smart. I do feel like that's a really good project. I joke sometimes as the director, yeah, of five, yeah. I'm like the good time, Charlie, the cruise director, all of those things. But it was, this was the silver lining. This was the really? silver lining. And it was really hard even to be that person. There was a lot of, it was a weird thing for me, right? Because I was building this business. I had a young child at home. And weirdly, I kind of felt this inclination to be the cheerleader for so many other people on social and got a lot of followers and had lots of people saying to me like, thank you for being upbeat about this thing that sucks. And I think I was able to do that because I really do live by these things of like, it's not always fair and it's not always easy, but you know, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing when it's not fair and easy. You get like our kids got so much of us that we would have never been able to give to them. Now my son literally takes my phone and hides it or like slams my laptop down. But, you know, we gave them something and they gave us something like so amazing that like, I don't think our parents' generation got and our grandparents' generation got. And for that, like, you know, it's amazing. 
really. But fuck, I can use a vacation. I think we all need a vacation. Yeah, we need a vacation. <laughs> we were, Let's all go away together. Do we get I've had, I actually need to be home a little bit. I need to be home. But we were talking about it yesterday. Who do we get to sponsor our big mom goals podcast sponsored by blah, blah, blah. Yes. <laughs> retreat, yeah. the retreat in the, in the mall. Yeah. Anybody that wants to take us all away. We're available. Go. We will totally do whatever you want for Instagram. And we already have the director vibe to, you know, host it all. Just saying. <laughs> exactly. Happy to. Um, so what does the director of vibe do for you? Like, what do you do for you in your, you know, to make you feel like you're a person and take care of yourself? Um, because <laughs> you're always taking care of everybody else. Oh, yeah, you know, no, but I feel like she has good ones. She always has good ones. You like, know, like you do take I do. Time. I really Not do try. And I try to like encourage other people too, because I think that like we have gotten so dependent on like bullshit, like really like superficial bullshit that it's really easy to be like self-care this or blah, 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 that. And it's like, no, dude, I, my secret for success really and truly, and they know me so well is I wasn't feeling great yesterday. So I took my laptop and walked up to the foot massage place and sat down in the giant recliner for an hour on my laptop and then did my work. And that's like when I am golden, it's quiet. I'm relaxed. I'm not stressing about the work I'm doing. I'm doing the stuff I need to do. Like I'm a voracious reader. I try to read a book a week. Sometimes it only happens on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that's mom goals right there. I I don't know any mom that reads a book that. a week. But wow, also, what's your like, secret? I ignore my child and my significant other. <laughs> no, I, I, whatever works. Right, whatever works. No, I'm just like a crazy. Like I I I've always been since I was a kid. I love reading. There will be weeks at a time when I don't even pick up a book. I started a book and I got like three pages in and I was like, yeah, fuck this. But um, you know, when I, when it's something I'm like really interested in, I can knock it out in two days. No problem. Like going on vacation with me is a suitcase of books. And people are like, are you going to bring them all home? I'm like, of course I am. They need to live on my bookshelf. But I love that. I, Wait, what are you reading right now? What should we, what yeah, are you diving into? Okay, I just read the most amazing book by Amanda Montel. It is called Cultish. And it's about like the language and like, oh my God. I heard it. Amanda, you will love it. Because it's so much about like brand and culture, you will love it. Coming from where you came from, it's wild in terms of career. That's why that actually someone else told me it's that just, my my reading list is like. Dare I show you what just the bottom library? I'm just like? impressed that you have it color like by colors because every time I try to do that, it is up. It never stays, especially with, no. I do that to my kids' bookshelves and it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Um, <laughs> then I end up like, read this, read this. But yes. Oh my God. That's yeah, so good. That's, that's amazing. Next. Last weekend I reread Mouse, which I hadn't read. I kind of started reading banned books again. I think it's super important for us to read them, to remember why they're controversial. And then, you know, push like banning books to me is like insane. And so I felt it was really important. Liz and I have frequently talked about you know, our Jewish identity being a big part of who we are. And I didn't know this until like this week that my family basically is Ukrainian. The Ukraine wasn't there when they were there, but they were Jews on the Russian Polish border. So, you know, I bet my family too, because we're, I'm from that whole region. My mom was like, yeah, I side Lithuania. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So like to me watching what's going on there, it was really important to like reread history because it does repeat itself. And I now have to read Mouse 2 this weekend. I forgot where it stops. Um, And then I am also reading um, a really cool book called Detransition Baby about a couple where the trans partner detransitions. And it's all about raising a family. And I just started it. I've heard very mixed things. Some people are like, this is incredible. Other people are like, nope, don't like it. But I also... For me, reading and like I encourage all moms, no matter what you can do, just like pick something up because you need to keep your brain going. Even if it's reading, I, we get the New Yorker and New York Magazine to my house. I read them online. Like it's nice seeing them, but I don't sit down with a magazine. I read them online. But having 15 minutes to read a couple of articles is like life changing. Yeah. That's that's my jam. Yeah. I've been reading so many articles because I just yeah. can't dive into a book. I, I mean, I... I just read uh i started reading chuck klosterman's uh the 90s oh my god how is it i'm dying so so it's so good but it's not one of those like page turners that you're just like i need to dive back into it but you know i read it on vacation (laughs) 
No, I know, but <laughs> you gotta commit. But it's just, yeah, you have to commit. But it's a, it's good because you know, if you want to feel old and <laughs> and reminisce a little bit, it's awesome. But it is like reading it. Plus, there's something there too. It's like our day to day and what you're doing professionally, momming, like. I still want to learn and grow. I'm also like you, Melissa, we're all in the field of communications and people, which is like constant communication overload, like whether it's social, whether it's emails, whether it's calls. And it's like having that time just for you, you know, and we often, I mean, I respond. Well, right. Like we're always evolving and learning anyway. And like being a mom is learning something new every single day. I did not know that my son was going to go through this phase where he wants to be a different character every day and good for him. Like you want to, it gets worse as they get older. (laughs) I'm like, would you like me to send you the Barbie room? I have about a million shoes that are this big that I step on every morning. That's like me. Happy, happy to send that your way. I can't. That's the phase I'm in right now. But like, that's what I'm saying. So like, that's so much, but like, we can't just be our kids. We can't just be our family. We are like independent human beings who had lives that last day before you had a baby, your life was a totally different trajectory and thing. And so to me, like those little things that I do, like the real mom goals are like, yeah, if I need to do my work, but I want to do it somewhere where I know I can be focused and feel really good. Foot massage, 45 minutes, $45, whatever it is like game changer. You just feel better. And it's like that touch is so important. My partner doesn't, Robert is not a massage person. He's the only person I've ever been with who's not into giving massages. And I frequently say to him, like, how did we end up here? It's okay to outsource. I mean, you got to do that with your business sometimes. Sometimes you have to do that with your relationship. It's true. I mean, not in in all senses. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Well, I will say he's really good about buying gift cards for massages. So that's the thing. There you go. But like, there's so much of that that like we don't get, so in that first two months when I was living in Anguilla, I um, I didn't hug anyone because I didn't know anyone. My boss was an amazing boss and really like wanted to keep me kind of at home on the property because I was like, I stood out like a sore thumb. But it occurred to me when my friend finally arrived in January for a few days that he was the first person I had hugged, physically touched in that way in three oh months. Um, he brought me a suitcase of clothes. He was like, girl, those skirts don't fit anymore. Um, and like stuck me on a treadmill, but he hugged me and I didn't realize that. And I also think like for moms, like we get the hug of our, our child, which is wonderful, but we also need the hug of like a partner or somebody that we, a close friend, like we don't, think friend. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't think about friend. it. I got a hug the other day from somebody who happens to be a doula. So it was an extra good hug. But like that, I think is such an important thing too. Like for me, I know that like, seeing people in person, hugging them, feeling that connection, like your heart against their heart. Like that's just, that's what's up. That's how I feel. I want this podcast. Like, right. A lot of that is just like a big hug. Virtual virtual, hug. I love that. An ear hug. I love that. Right. That's what's up. That, that's it. That's, that's the vibe. That is the vibe. So like for me, yeah, it's a lot of like mental, physical and like kind of, it's like my life, I do well when it's like a multi-sensory experience, like listening. People always laugh. They're like, how do you know all these songs on the radio? I'm like, I have no idea. I probably picked it up somewhere, you know, but it's like the eating, the feeling, the touching, like the vibe should always be like all of your senses just highly engaged in like beautiful, sensual, exciting ways. Like that's the vibe, right? Because then you can show up anywhere and feel so good because everything else is kind of, and I mean, Liz, you know, you do this for a living, dressing people in ways that they feel comfortable they feel confident. Moms yes. don't forget to buy a new bra after you have a baby. You cannot wear nursing bras. I just was with a friend. No. She was literally no wearing more nursing bras. That is a tip. That's definitely a tip. Um, no one thinks about that, but it's true. A good bra will like change your life, my friends. Liz can tell you all about yes. that. Uh-huh. 100%. And this episode so, sponsored by Third so yeah, <laughs> preferably a sexy one too, because you don't always feel so sexy after a True. Baby. just saying extra. Yeah. Well, more, more importantly, supportive. <laughs> it can be both. I just ordered more sexy this weekend. I was like, you know what? It's been like six or seven months. I probably need a refresh. Yeah. They say it's supposed to be like every three months. I don't buy it, but wait for bras. Yeah. I don't know. Over, over maybe everybody oh, gets yeah. Do not come over and style my my bras. Well, everybody gets a favorite. That's probably why. Because you have that one that you keep putting on every day. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. So Amanda and I, as you probably have seen, we love a good cheese board. And uh, yeah. you saw us hovering the cheese board at the last event that we all went to. Hovering. <laughs> yeah, Literally yeah. hovering. Um, so we use it as a metaphor to kind of tell like what we're obsessed with. And we just would love to know what you are obsessed with lately. Okay. First of all, in our office, we call them charcuterie boards, just so we're clear. So <laughs> does anyone want to put together a coochie board for tonight's event? And we always joke because Michelle's... So what's on your car- your cartucci board? Yep. Yeah, the coochie board, really. What am I obsessed with? I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, I am obsessed with really good food. So I joke, I only eat at three restaurants in New York City, which is kind of true. But I'm obsessed with that. So I would say going to restaurants again is definitely on there. What are the top three? Then people are going to go there and then I won't get a table. (laughs) Maybe just just one of them. Barbudo, anyone who knows me knows that Jonathan has been a big part of my life for the last 15 plus years. So we're always there. Uh, Pastis or Balthazar, I'll give that one. And then Jack's wife, classic. Yeah, Jack's wife, Frida. That's where we had our post-COVID run. Yeah, yeah. Pastis, that was right. That was quite a. Mm-hmm. That was a day. That was a night. Yeah. Well, it turned into a night, night for day. you. Mine stayed in the afternoon. <laughs> um, and then Jack's wife, Frida. That's about right. <laughs> I think I, I've always been this way, but I love supporting, like you know, business owners, like. I love going to independently owned bookstores because that feels good. That's always going to be on my thing. Like, what is the small business that I love and how can I support them? I would also say I'm a little obsessed right now with how many, now I'll give you the superficial stuff. I'm a little obsessed with right now. uh, My friend from college, Jerry is the creative director for Say Beauty, which was started by Lainey Crowell. Amazing, amazing line. I love their concealer. I love their highlighter. Yeah, their highlighter. So I've been using the pale one, right? I don't know what it's called, like something glow. And my friend brought me the tan one, which I think is called sun glow. I was like, it's going to be too dark. No, it is perfect. I love it. So I've been going between those two. Um, So I highly recommend sun glow and tan glow. Yeah, whatever they are. There's sun glow and the other one. Um, But I mix them in with my, my... you know, sunblock, tinted moisturizer, whatever to just get. Oh, what a great idea. I never thought to do that. I'm just doing it on like my cheek. No, I do it over my whole face. Everybody's like, your skin is radiant. And I'm like, you're Oh, I love that tip. Yeah. That one I love. Um, also my other current obsession, which I, I mean, I like, I don't, how did I live my life without it is my new face. So. Oh, me too. Addicted. I love that. Every morning. It's, and you know what? Everybody's like, is it worth it? Oh, do you do it at night? I do it at night because I don't, I'm rushing in the morning. I don't have time to, it, it, for anybody that doesn't know the new face, you have to spend like a good five the minutes and put yeah, you put the gel on. You have to go. And you have to do it every day. You have to do it every day, but it takes like at least five minutes to do yeah. it. Yeah. I will say though, on the days when I don't do it, I notice it. It's amazing. Like I'll do it every day consistently. And then there'll be like three days where, Lately, I've just had these moments where I'm so tired. I'm like, I'm just going to like do nothing like before bed or in the morning. Maybe I didn't wash off my makeup. I'm not saying I would do that, but there have been rumors around my house that I've fallen asleep with mascara on. So, <laughs> so the new face though, when I, it's my Those aren't rumors at my house. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but I will tell you like my, everybody asks me about it. It is a game changer. Like, I don't care what anyone said. It works. I love it. Do you use all the attachments or is it just the old school? I actually bought the little one on sale at the Nordstrom annual sale. And it came with the tiny one that you can use just under your eyes and like on your top lip to like get rid of any of those wrinkles. It's brilliant. And I take it with me when I travel. People think I'm hilarious because I always have it in my bag. I have like taken the big gel and put it into small things. So I have it. Oh, I love that. Actually, I had another mom say her hack was to use, uh, what was it, aloe instead of the gel. A lot of people do that, but when I like priced it out on like Derm Store at 25% off or the aloe, they were the same price. Um, And I buy like the diet with the pump. So it's like amazing. Um, Good. Yeah, that is amazing. But that's what I'm saying. Like those five minutes in the morning of like that sensory and that touch is amazing. It like totally changes my entire day. 
It's almost meditative. Maybe I should try yeah. it in the morning. You should try it in the morning. Start your day. I, I like walk out of the shower and it's like the first thing I grab. <laughs> I gelled up like. Uh, That's it. I always do it at night, but now I think in the morning is like guasha. I, I do the guasha um, at night because it helps me fall asleep. I like sit there in bed and my son fully takes like the jade roller. He broke one of them. So now it's only the small side. So it's like this big and he uses it. He's like, he's going to have great skin. It's amazing. <laughs> his skin, his coloring, like sign me up. How come I didn't get it? I pay a lot for this color and he got it naturally. Um, <laughs> those are kind of my big ones. I mean, honestly, when I think about like, I don't know, I just bought these, the real real, another secret. I'm really into the circular economy. I have been for a while. This is actually a Poshmark find. I just, you know. Yeah, I love Poshmark. Me too. We have so much stuff. We don't need it. And like, I just, you know, I know that we've talked about RTR is like another good one. But now I'm just like circular. RTR. Yeah, exactly. I'm wearing our Rent the Runway today as well. Yeah, this it's is- so good though. Like I did that dream client. At the beginning of COVID, I had rented a bunch of stuff that I wasn't going to wear. So I sent it all back and then rented a bunch of really fancy dresses and wore like gowns every day around the house for my own. I did too. It was just so fun. We did date night every Friday night. We, I rented a gown from Rent the Runway and my husband threw on his tux and we would make a cocktail or I was pregnant. So I did a mocktail and it was fabulous. It was a great way. Yeah. So much fun. And then like the other thing I would honestly say, so like about that is I just bought, I think it was an accident. If the real real is listening, I'm sorry. But I just bought brand new Mew Mew platforms in black, never worn for $70. Shut up. No, no way. The same ones list and their current season. And then I saw the same ones listed for like over three on the real real. So it was an accident that I happily took advantage of. And they are literally my new obsession. I want to wear them every single day. I just want to wear a platform sandal every day for the rest of my life. As you should. No. Oh my God. I need to find a good deal like that on the real real. Now I'm going to search for those like, oh do they God. have any? You mistakes? go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> that will take you right down the rabbit really hole. Well, sometimes they don't style things the right way that they're supposed to be Correct. styled and nobody knows. So I just got the Isabel Morant bell for I like, saw a you, deal. Because- I saw that on your reel. I had that with the jacket. I like had the jacket and that. I sold it a couple of years ago since the jacket was always too big. But that belt, I should have kept because that belt is so good. Well, now you can get it on the real reel, I'm sure. Right now, exactly. I have a couple things in my cart where I'm like, hmm. But yeah, that's kind of like what it, what my, my, like the things that make me feel good are like, you know, I'm not a big shopper anymore. I used to be. I don't do fast fashion like literally ever. I'm but there is something you know you still got to scratch that itch and we do pr and we do it for clothing brands um but like you got to scratch the itch but i think that that's like the best way to do it so those are my totally agree books good food books good food good skincare and clothing that makes you confident that's my coochie board i mean does it get more vibe than this We need to ask you what your mom goals are. We need to know oh what your best hack or tip that you can give us. Okay, I've, I'm going to steal this from my friend. She outsources her entire life. She's a frigging master genius. If she can outsource it, she does it. Now, I'm not somebody who can outsource my entire life. I would love to be able to be like, I'm outsourcing the entire office and team for the next three to five months. I'm in the Maldives, but no. But there are little things like my biggest mom hacks really are like, get a baby carrier that you love. Doesn't matter about anything else. My Artie Pop carrier was a fashion accessory. It made me feel good. I got compliments on it all the time. Like as a mom, compliments sometimes take a little slow moment and having something that makes you feel super confident. That was amazing. My other mom hacks are, well, I throw my kid in the shower with me sometimes because that kid's insane. (laughs) he's a pastor but also like outsource your life as much as you can within within your you know if it's a matter of setting up your weekly groceries so they get delivered do it we've been doing misfits it's awesome i feel like this entire thing has been but it's been such a game changer because i can just go in on saturday decide what i want and then it shows up on tuesday one of our clients here on the east coast is called wealth kitchen it's a game changer. We met through Allie Love when Robert was in the hospital. Allie said, Melissa, I got you. She sent me a, a set of meals every week for two months to make sure that 
I would be okay because I wouldn't have eaten. She'd wow. If you are a Peloton person and you see Allie is a real life saint. I love Allie. I know she's amazing on the screen, but in real life, she's a saint. She's one of my favorite people. Yeah. Um, but Wells Kitchen, every Sunday, they bring me like now because we work with them and everything else. And I have tons of friends who use it. And it's like a week of meals. And I don't have to think about it. It cuts down on so much time that we would spend cooking and thinking. And it's way cheaper. Than I totally else. need that. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it just saves us time. And I mean, really, like, it is okay to outsource your life. Like, as moms, we get a lot of guilt for that. No way, man. Outsource what you can to make your life easier. At the end of the day, we have money is something you can always get more of. Like, really and truly, the pie doesn't get any smaller. Your piece doesn't get... The pie is limitless. And what your portion of that pie is, is limitless, right? But what we have that is so finite and sometimes gets taken away from us before we're ever expecting it is time. So any way that you can give yourself time back, your family time back, yourself time back, your partner, whatever it is, outsource it. Because really at the end of the day, if it means that five meals are coming on Sunday for X number of dollars, but you would have sent the same at the grocery and then added three hours of cooking, like whatever, just heat it up and make it fun. And that's your cooking. You'll get the same fix. I promise. Outsource your life. Even if it's a foot massage. Oh my God, for real. I could not do that on my own. <laughs> That's the tip I need. The outsourcing. Yeah. I do everything. Like, so, I put so much on Because my you're plate. putting like unneeded pressure on yourself, right? Like yeah. we already have so much on our plate. I always joke. I'm like, or maybe. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like the cooking thing, I enjoy it, but I could do a little 50 50 because I put it on like, oh my God, the groceries. It's a lot. That's the tip I needed today. I'm like, ooh, what else can I take off? Take it off your plate. Even little things. Like I didn't ever think about this. And this is something that like we're now talking about. And it's such a weird thing. But somebody was like, have you ever thought about having like a personal assistant for a couple of hours a month to just take care of dumb stuff? Like the dry cleaning or like making sure the grocery orders are done. Like you could save yourself so many hours. And I was like, oh my God, I could literally get back so many hours. That's yeah. so true. I just hired a VA today. So that's, that's, that's a big step for me. <laughs> but it is, but it's so good because you're just going to have time back that like we take, we take time for granted when it's the last thing we should take for granted. Like really interesting. Like, yeah. When you think about the most vibey thing about me, it's I value time. I value time with people. Like I was so excited you guys asked me to do this and I blocked my afternoon. And I was like, cause let me be clear. I'm talking to two girlfriends. It's going to be a while, but like, you know, being able to, to take virtual charcuterie. Exactly. <laughs> I have my like melted iced coffee here in a bottle of water. But being able to get time or be in control of your time, like it's amazing. It's it's something we are so bad at doing, especially as mothers and parents. I'm the worst. Yeah. I am the worst. Because it's super easy. And we all need to take our own advice. Yeah. I could sit here all day and tell you how to run your life, but like I had to literally call in sick yesterday and be like, guys, I need a sick day. And my whole team was like, how dare you? You're a human. Well, Melissa, we don't want to take any more time from your, your fizzy day. Yes, on the, on the note of timing. Yes, Thank but you. we could talk to you all day. So we'll have to plan another oh my God. event or another. Going to, to the office. Yes. You get to shop the yep. closets, beauty products, kids products. We have all the things and we have wine. So like, and non-alcoholic for whoever wants whatever. All right. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> come. Seriously. I'll send you the details. Seriously. And Amanda, if you're in the city, come. Next week. Perfect. Wednesday. Perfect. Always Wednesdays. So Melissa, um, we love your vibe. You are just love. amazing. You guys are amazing. We, both, I'm yeah. so proud of we needed you today. I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so excited to see where this goes. Maybe one day you'll let me do your PR. One day. Oh, I mean... When we're ready to outsource. That's goals. <laughs> that is goals right there. Exactly. I'm striving for something like that. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So Melissa, where uh, can people find you? Oh, you can find me at, at Melissa Rosenfield on Instagram. You can find me at directorvibe.com, which is my personal website. Not as exciting as IFP Communications, which is our company. And we're on Instagram there. We're in a phase of doing a lot of fun giveaways with our clients. So I highly recommend you follow, like, say whatever. Oh, don't worry. You guys will get care packages anyway, but still follow and like. Um, so yeah, at Melissa Rosenfield at IFP communications and at the seaport. Cause that's where our office is. <laughs> 
And this vibe baby, oh, right? Oh my God. And this vibe. I would be remiss not to mention this vibe baby. If you want cute pictures of the tiny style icon, that's where you go. Oh, I love it. Best friend. Insta vibe list. Yeah. Like that's it. That's it. Just like package you up. You're so much. Oh, thank you guys. This was so much fun and exactly what I needed awesome. after. Yes, I needed this today. We all I did. Just, yeah. My loves, thank you for this. Right. Mwah. Thank you for bringing all your vibes here. See you soon. Mwah. Thank you guys. Bye, Melissa. Bye. I love this. That's Mongo's. I love you, Mama. Mwah. Love this episode of the podcast? Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to share it with a friend. Say hi to us on Instagram at Podcast, and follow me at The New York Stylist and Amanda at Amanda Mintz. See you next week.